0: And welcome to Symposia Disney. I'm Liza and I'm joined by Liz and Danica and we are going to talk about a day in Hollywood Studios.
1: So this is Liz, and before we even get into like what Disney things we brought today, I just want everyone to know that last night I had a dream that I was taking my girls to Disney Hollywood Studios. First, we had like trouble finding a parking spot, although then at some point we were walking, so I don't know how we were having trouble because we were now no longer the minivan. But what's really important about this is towards the end of the dream, I realized I had not made a reservation to get into Hollywood Studios for the day, and That was just devastating. But my brain was so aware, it was like, you screwed up. You're not going. (laughs) So anyway, that was really depressing. And then I, of course, texted Danica and Liza this morning to be like, sad face, teary face, cry, cry, cry. It is. It's like an anxiety dream. Yeah. That's what my anxiety dreams have now become. It used to be that I was like somewhere maskless because I forgot my mask. But now, now I forgot my Disney reservation.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Well, then like, because Hollywood Studios has sold out a lot this month, which is something that I think, you know, well, we'll certainly discuss today. But I think it's sort of astounding because it's my least favorite park.
1: I, <laughs> I knew you were going to unleash that at this point. <laughs> Hollywood Studios, especially before Toy Story Land and Star Wars or when those two were being built, that was like the half day park, right? Like that was the park you could go to. Do the cool rides in half a day and be totally done. And not just like in my family where we're like, oh, we only go to the park for three to four hours. But literally, you could go for three to four hours, do everything you wanted to do and leave. So interesting. Okay, do we want to do what Disney things we brought? Because Eliza,
0: you took off your ears. Oh, I I still have them though.
1: (laughs) I took them off because
0: I'm having headphone issues. But I brought um, some of my ears that I actually... Um Little Mermaidified. So I just have a little bow that I got from Claire's and I clipped it onto the ears for because obviously no one can see this. But um, but I did that in honor of the voyage of Little Mermaid at Hollywood Studios. So what do you guys have for today?
2: I have my um uh Java the Hut mug. I don't know if this one's made a debut yet. Mm -hmm. Um which is uh, so in honor of Batu, but and also we just rewatched uh, the Clone Wars episode with the introduction of Ahsoka, and then um, where uh, <laughs> Rhoda, Chava's son is kidnapped, which is pretty much one of my favorite Star Wars storylines, and uh, and, and yeah, and I'm excited to to talk about Hollywood studios today, That's or ba- Batu at least. <laughs>
1: So I have my born Disney raised Disney mug from my mom, but what I also wore today. So you know how people have new seasonal clothing, but I always buy my seasonal clothing with Disney in mind. Okay. So even, yeah. yeah. So like no matter what I buy, I'm like, especially if it's for warmer weather, I'm like, okay, so how would this be at the park? How would this be for sun covering? Would this be like all of those different things? So I did get um, two new shirts and some linen-esque pants. That I also bought. So today, though, because it's only 30 degrees here in Atlanta, I am wearing, and so it's not Disney, but I bought it with the idea that I would wear it to the park. Yes. So I'm wearing a new t-shirt that I was like, oh, that'll look really cute. It's like at Magic Kingdom. Yeah, that is Um, really cute. Right in like a Fantasyland area. Like it's very light. It's got the higher neck because I used to go with the V-neck and that's why... But I'm super pale, and it causes a lot of sun damage. So I've been trying to get better about that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so that's that's how I plan my wardrobe year round. But really, to go to Disney World and I love it. I like Hollywood Studios. I don't know. We'll talk about that. I can talk about how much I like Hollywood Studios. Yes, I'm
0: excited. Not even I'm- Star
1: Wars Land. <laughs> it's okay. It's cute. All right. So
0: who wants to start talking about this park? We have. Um, we already have a disclaimer that it's Danica's least favorite park, but that's among part, like three other places that you think are like the best places on earth. So, well,
2: and it's my, probably my favorite land. That's the, the yeah. that's the, that's the, that's the old, uh, Hollywood studios uh, of binary contradiction or something. <laughs> <laughs> it's got
0: a it's sucker punch um, you.
2: Yeah. like I don't, I mean, don't it's. It's like I was telling my husband, it's how I feel about like Walt Disney World and Florida. It's like <laughs> I really, really love parts of
1: it. <laughs>
2: True. Uh, um, but Liz, why don't you go first since you're the you're the okay. uh, all right. So I'm, I'm curious about the, your whole okay. even somebody who goes late and there's so many like big ticket weird items mm-hmm. there.
1: Let's hear it. So I okay, so I do love Hollywood Studios. I have been going to it since it was MGM. I think my brother got one of those like fan made shirts that says something like I remember Hollywood Studios when it was MGM or something like that. (laughs) Um, And we liked it when we were little. I will say one of the reasons I really like it is that I like its architectural style. I like that whole Art Deco 1930s to 1950s vibe of both Los Angeles, but even to some extent uh, Miami. Like I just, I really like that whole thing. So just walking on those streets, mm-hmm. I, I love that vibe. Um, I always say that if I have like places I'm meant to be, one of them is Prince Edward Island, where Anna Green Grables is from, but the other is Pasadena, California. Like I think that I was like born to live. And obviously I don't live there. And whenever I say this to my husband, he's like, it's really expensive and earthquakes, Mm -hmm. but I really feel like I was supposed to live there and man, Pasadena. But so I think that's why I just, a, so I just, I love the, the architecture. I love that whole envisioning. I remember when it was supposed to be a mini movie studios, my brother, Mm -hmm. who's right ahead of me, They had a thing when we were little where you could do half day programs at Disney. And I think they, I mean, they must've been expensive, but they couldn't have been too expensive because my mom would send me and my brother. We went to discovery Island, which of course is shut down now. So I'm like, Oh, that's fun that we got to go to that. Um, And we also went to MGM and the program we got to do at MGM was a backstage tour, but it included like painting our own ink cell, And all of this. So I just have, like, these really good memories.
0: That's
1: cool. Uh, Right. So I have these really good memories of MGM. And then I, the great movie ride. I loved the great movie ride. I have not gone on the Mickey and Minnie Mm -hmm. roller coaster. I'm sure it's totally fine. But I did, again, I like that whole old Hollywood vibe. Yeah. At Christmas, I love when the street on the way to, or when the Hollywood Tower of Terror, when it's lit up for Christmas. Oh, yeah. I just, the whole thing really appeals to me aesthetically. And (laughs) I also, so the shows, uh, we like the Indiana Jones, uh, it's spectacular. Although my kids say it's too loud, I think my kids, some of them cover their ears, Star Tours. We really liked Star Tours when Mary was finally tall enough to get on Star Tours. That was such an exciting day in our life. Although, if you have a child who is too small for Star Tours, or you have children who don't like to go on Star Tours, one thing you can do is that they... I don't know if it's actually existing COVID, but post-COVID, hopefully, is you could get a picture with Olaf. So me or my dad would take her and get a picture with Olaf, and then I would get a return time, or my... My dad never really wanted the return time because they live there, so they can go on Star Tours whenever they want. But I could get a return time to come back to Star Tours, and then I could also bring another child with me. So usually Maisie or Rory got to go twice, and Mary would get a picture with Olaf. So we just have tons of pictures of either me, Mary, and Olaf, or my dad, Mary, and Olaf in our little Disney Pass thing. So um, that's a good uh, tip that if you you have a child who's too small or doesn't want to ride it, or, and as long as they're not afraid of um, characters in costume, because I do know that there are some who are afraid of those. I think yeah. my sister might be one of them. <laughs> and and this was all before Toy Story Land or Star, Star Wars Land, right? And so we even enjoyed it. And I was saying before we started recording that for a long time, Hollywood Studios was known as the Half Day Park. And maybe that's another reason why I liked it, because you could get in and get out and still feel like you had done it all. Yeah. And you could do something else. So that was really nice. But I really think it's just the aesthetic, the architectural style, the fact that it was supposed to be this old school Hollywood studio reminiscent of what it would have been like, you know, when Walt Disney Studios started. And even though it's changed over the years, I think it's, you know, I'm okay with change. Again, I'm still a little sad about the great movie ride, but I think I'll get past that. We can talk about where my family eats or doesn't eat after this. Oh, Rock and Roller Coaster is also fun. But again, you need to be tall for that one. Oh, and we don't go on um, Tower of Terror. I don't know what the Great Movie Ride is. Oh, okay. So the Great Movie Ride was you were on a slow-moving car vehicle and you had a tour guide. And it was supposed to be through the movies of yesteryear. But halfway through in either a scene that was a gangster scene, like out of, um, you know, a 1930s gangster movie or in an old Western that, uh, you either had a gangster or a cow, um, cow villain, a cowboy or cowgirl hijack your move, your ride vehicle. And then they would continue to hijack. And now I'm just going to tell the end because it's no longer a spoiler, So you would get through until you got to a place that was very Indiana Jones-esque and there was this giant jewel and of course your thief who has kidnapped the entire ride would want to go and get the jewel and they would go up there and this loud voice would come on and say beware like you can bad things will happen and the person's like I don't care and they go and they touch it and when they do that they like turn into a skeleton And your original ride host who had been like kidnapped and thrown into a burning building earlier has comes back and saves you. And and I think the line is something like, you never know what to expect in the movies. Like it was so like, (laughs) (laughs) so it was so corny. And then you would continue riding through and you got to go through, they did the Wizard of Oz. And that's where you had the Wicked Witch of the West. And at the time she was the audio animatronic that had the most movability in all of Disney And so you would see her and then the last like three minutes was a film montage. And I know not everybody loves montages. Although I do stand by my statement that the three prequels would have been better if they were just a film montage (laughs) to music. I don't know up Star Wars. Now I'm like on Star Wars. I, yeah. So I love, I agree with that. Right. Like if the prequels had just been like a really moving John Williams montage, I think we would have been <laughs> like, oh, my God. Yeah. I mean, this it's like they are so good. Right? No. Well, so it was just it was just these these movies. And it was originally created back when Disney um, had their movie industry that was like Touchstone. So the slightly older movies than like what Disney normally put out. But it was to showcase MGM movies and Touchstone movies. And every now and then they would update it. But it was so, oh, my gosh, I just liked sitting there and. It was really fun. And then, and you walk through like a faux Grauman's theater to get there. And so you would see like Julie Andrews shoes and um, Mary Poppins. This is the outfit she wore. Like it was just, again, for a person who really loves that whole mm. area, that whole idea, um, to be able to step into it was super fun. But the ride. Yeah, I'm at some point in my life. I'm sure I had that ride memorized along with <laughs> everything else. But but yeah, so that was and it was a really long ride. So if we're talking about, hey, do you have a long ride where you get to sit in air conditioning yeah. that the Muppets and the Little Mermaid, right? You're just sitting there and air conditioning, enjoying your life. Yeah, so I'm oh, I didn't even mention the Muppets. That's like my dad's favorite. He's always like, Does, "Do the babies want to go on the Muppies?" That's what he calls it. I don't know why. The Muppies. And then we have to like go and and we do because we also have that memorized. Um <laughs> Yeah, mine her we just really I don't know. I guess that speaks to us. We like being audience members at times, and so that's what Hollywood Studios has afforded us. Yeah, that's but. the theme. That's I'm perfect. That. Yeah. Yeah. So all right so and i guess just as a tips and tricks i think i already gave it with my olaf thing that's my best thing but the other thing is a lot of hollywood studios is kid friendly or it's kid friendly as long as your kid doesn't mind like loud noises at indiana jones so then that could be a problem the alien swirling saucers my girls love yeah we love it yeah um the toy story mid midway mania my kids love i always win um (laughs) I pulled it was so every time I like one of my kids was super young and I couldn't just like, I had to let them do it. Like sit on my lap. And I was like, this ruins my game. Um, the roller coaster that's there, my middle slinky dog, my middle won't go on, but my littlest and my biggest will. And that's one of the ones that has a really short height requirement. So that's actually good. I think Mary could go on that before she could go on star tours. Mm -hmm. I could be wrong. It could have been the same summer that she got on both. Basically. My kids can go on a lot at Hollywood Studios, and that's also exciting.
0: Okay, so let's hear how Danica does
2: Hollywood Studios. Before we talk about Star Wars Land, Betu, which I think we should do like kind of separately. Mm-hmm. Like,
0: yes.
2: Um, so I'll say the two. Th- the we are planning the first day. We're all wearing, and you guys already know this, but we're all wearing uh, Muppet shirts. So each one of us <laughs> will have a different like Muppet shirt on. That's so
1: good. Um, I that's know. So I'm good. loving it. Yeah. yeah.
2: So uh, we uh, love the Muppets. We think that there should be more Muppets, more Muppets. I don't mm-hmm. know. It's just such an easy thing. Like every who doesn't love the Muppet, everybody love the Muppets. Yeah, and I love the the Muppets show. There is hysterical. Like it's like yeah, air conditioning. It's yep. super like there's super. There's the puns. Like it's, it's it's like a there's more puns than not pun like. There's, <laughs> a machine pun machine pun machine gun, gun. <laughs> oh
0: my God, you just made a pun <laughs>
2: um Love it. the whole grand avenue area i just adore it and um and we my kids are insane about pizza rizzo and i recently just read an article where they were like you know everybody talks about how great pizza rizzo is and he's like so I, i'm a pizza person i went and checked it out and he's like it's not that great but Everybody loves it. And I would say that's like my family's experience. They're like, gotta go to Pizza Rizzo. We love that place. And I'm like, it's really mediocre that we're, we're going. Um, and, uh, you know, we like Toy Story Land. I feel like Toy Story Land, certainly more trees in yes. Toy Story Land. Yeah. Um, I'm always, it's, I'm sort of surprised. Like the way that the flow of traffic is there, I always feel a little bit crowded. And we were like there in January and February, like it's the lowest crowd. So I'm wondering what that's like during real crowd crowded season. Yeah. And um, we obviously don't go on the roller coaster because that's dangerous. <laughs> 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 we go on alien swirling saucers, just like kind of repeatedly. And um, and I do like I appreciate Toy Story Land more. I wish there was kind of more places to sit or something there, like mm-hmm. where I could just kind of be like, like feel the feel yes. it a little bit, because uh, yes. I'm always just like, look at that, look at that, but I don't get a chance to um, immerse myself in it in the same way that I would say Batu does so perfectly. Um, oh, yeah. So yeah. So right now, um, that's kind of where where we are in terms of our planning is kind of um, where do we go? where, where do we rope drop? Like, do we start at Minnie and Mickey's or do we go right. to Millennium Falcon or do we go to, um, uh, cause now uh, like one of the kids wants to try slinky Dog. So like, which like strategically right. there's like kind of like three or four big ticket items and then everything else is going to kind of, you kind of, you kind of move it in.
0: Yeah.
2: Um, so yeah, so that's kind of usually for us by Hollywood for Hollywood studios, we are back at the pool by like 2 PM, I would yeah. say. Yeah. Um, and we leave after lunch. So, you know, I we have reservations for Ogas, and actually, and I actually have reservations twice, and I've re- I have three reservations. So, Oga's and I'm kind of like, oh, maybe we'll just go three times. <laughs> and then I was have- like really intrigued by breakfast at Ogas, because like yeah,
0: why not? It? Yeah,
2: like is that?
0: I don't know. Like Chug a like galactic cocktail at ten a.m. <laughs>
2: Like that's that yeah. Like yeah. that sounds magical to I'm me. I'm like on board. <laughs> I'm like
0: ready. <laughs> yeah. well, that's that's
2: so um, exciting. And uh, but say so we and then we also have lunch reservations at um, 50s Prime Time, which I think was a recommendation from Liz, which I'm I kind of I'm excited about.
0: It so, was yeah. funny because when we went, um, we did the rope. We did actually. We didn't even do rope drop. We did early breakfast reservation at Hollywood and Vine and it was the Disney junior characters. So it was really fun. It was like, we were there, I think it was an hour before the park opened. So then we were able to be there, have breakfast and we met um, Vampirina, Fancy Nancy and Goofy. And there was another one. But anyway, it was really cute. Livy really loved that. Um, she was four and a half at the time, so that was perfect. Yeah, that and and then when we got in, we went directly. So once our we were done, we were in before the rope drop. I think it was like that's how we sort of planned that, like eight forty five. So I think people were trickling in or were already there from other like early morning things. So we went directly to uh, Toy Story Land. So we so. And, um, yeah, the lines were already insane. You know, like we didn't, we had a fast pass for, um, this was my, another issue. Like we had a fast pass for slinky dog, but my, my daughter didn't want to do it. <laughs> so I was like, oh, so, and I was too new of a newbie at the time where I just was like, okay, then we'll like try to get another fast pass. And we got one for Alien and, and You didn't even need one for Alien at that time. You know, like it was like, whatever. I don't know what I'm doing. So we never went on Slinky Dog, but we did Alien Saucers. We loved it. And we stood online and met Jesse and Woody. And we like, it was really fun. And that was a chance to sort of absorb everything. But our plan for next time is, or my thought, but like you said, it could get totally messed up by the rise of the resistance. Is that I would love to have lunch at Woody's lunchbox. Mm-hmm. I just think that would be fun because you'd be oh, able to it. sit there and then watch the toy soldiers come and you know look at Buzz and Um just feel the, the vibe of being in Andy's backyard. So that was sort of, that's sort of my idea. But then again, I think you have to be flexible on a day at Hollywood because you don't know how the Star Wars stuff is going to go down. Yeah. But then we went to then we did some of the um you know stuff for or you know the movie the shows so we did little mermaid and we did the frozen sing along and I loved that which was amazing and I think we also maybe met Olaf I think or something. Um and and uh, we just yeah Livy was a little she was terrified of the stormtroopers. Oh, no. Yeah. So she and they make like that cool. They have that cool like where they have the music blasting when they come marching through, you know, the the mean Echo Lake area. So she was just kind of like anytime that music started, she was like, let's go do something else. So we ended up leaving there around two and had a pool day. It was super hot. The other thing that we actually spent some time doing was Pixar Place because Livy was just super into The Incredibles, too, at the time. So we met um, Edna and we saw like a sketch, uh, like a sketch happening with or a skit of Mr. Incredible and Elastigirl and Frozone. And that was really fun. Um, so that was cool. I mean, we... I, I we so they, we were really essentially there from like eight in the morning to to two p m and then we got back to our um hotel and went in the pool and stuff. but this time we're staying at beach club, so I'm planning on if we have to going back at night and and trying to get some of the the rides in like a slinky i'll go I'm a slinky dog myself this time if she does this so um maybe in the evening we'll go back and um um, but yeah, I, I really love the character dining. I really love the breakfast there. Um, and I, I, I think you're right, Liz. I really like the vibe, the old Hollywood vibe there, the feeling like you're in LA or Beverly Hills or whatever. It's, it's It was fun. Um, so yeah, I, I'm excited to go back. I'm excited to be staying on um, you know near it so that we can maybe check it out at night because we didn't see it at night at all.
2: I've yeah. heard, and I've never been there at night, but I've heard Toy Story Land is perfect at night. Oh, God. They Christmas, the fake Christmas. Oh.
1: Night yeah. It's really it's really cool. neat. The studios um, at night is really cool. And if you are into either the architectural area in the front or Toy Story Land, or even Batu is different at night. Like the whole, everything is, Hollywood Studios is one of the parks that different people are, it's a different park at night. Because, mm-hmm. like, everything that I mean, it's not that I don't, obviously, I like the daylight, but I do really like going to Hollywood Studios in the evening. I like going to Epcot in the evening and I like going to Hollywood Studios in the evening because you can just walk around. Okay. And it is, it is, I really enjoy it. I wanted to put in another plug for the Frozen Sing Along because I can't believe I actually, as soon as, like, once I stopped talking, I was like, oh man, I didn't mention Frozen Sing Along. My family absolutely loves Frozen Sing Along. My mom um, had mobility issues for a while, and so she had like a little um, walker thing that we would use. But there's like a special entrance area also for that. So this is just if you have mobility issues, there's a special entrance area, and you get to come in with your party prior, and you actually you basically get to pick any seat you want. So if you really have mobility issues and you have to kind of stay with your thing, they have a certain area for that. But if you're able to leave your walker and you can walk to a seat, but you're just going to need it when you leave the theater, which is what my mom has. We, um, or had, she no longer has the walk or doesn't use the walker. Um, you, we would sit in the middle of the theater <laughs> and people would, it was really, it like the middle of the middle. It was great. And the show I had only ever seen Two of the historians. So that's the the frozen sing along as you're being told the history of Arendelle, and then you sing the country's national anthems. Like that's the, the that's the show, right? So first, my my kids hate it because I belt it. I'm, I'm like staring at Liza. I bet you belt it too. So we belt it, and invariably one of my children is like sitting on my lap, and they're like, "You're singing in my ear," and I'm like, "Well, it's your choice. You chose to sit on my lap. You had a seat." Um, but I I get really into it. And so I love it for that, but I had only ever seen two historians. It's, um, and I had, and they, I love them. Um, I really, I like them, but a friend of mine had said, Oh, have you seen this, this guy? He has a following. Like he has people who literally just come to see when he's performing and they like yell, it becomes, it's not Rocky horror, but in my mind it's kind of like Rocky horror where they're like yelling things specifically to him because he's their favorite historian And I was like, I have no idea what you're talking about. And she sent me video clips that she and her family had taken because they were like, oh my God, we always get this guy. And then the next time we went to Disney, literally had him, took pictures, immediately sent her them to her outside the park. Um, That's awesome. But no, so I really enjoy that. I like, again, that you get to sing along. So you're singing the national anthems of Arendelle, which of course are (laughs) all the songs. Um, It pokes fun at the way that Disney really does cleverly where it pokes fun at like disney tropes which are really just fairy tale tropes yeah. which so it's yeah so that that's a really good one um and again if you have mobility issues i'm trying to think but also for star tours they are also good for mobility um and now i'm just going through my head of the different things i feel like at hollywood studios we didn't really have a problem my mom's biggest thing was one of the questions always is, can you get out of your vehicle and sit in the regular ride vehicle? And she learned pretty quickly to kind of, she would want to leave her walker and tell them that that was fine because otherwise you have to wait for the specific. And this is this is hard, right? Because if you are a person who needs your wheelchair or needs your ECV and you can't get out of it, then you have to wait for like the sixth um, small world boat to come that has the space for the wheelchair. And so my mom would either leave it outside deliberately, even though it was hard for her to walk, or she would immediately tell whatever cast member it was at the front because she didn't want to have to wait, which then, of course, but that makes you realize that there are people who literally have to wait like for the sixth or seventh ride vehicle to come through. So that's annoying. But I do feel like Hollywood Studios, I don't remember having any... I could be wrong... But I don't remember having too many issues when my mom was using the walker. I feel like that park was mostly fine. I just remember Small World was one. The safari ride at Animal Kingdom is another. Um, that again, you just you have to wait. So if you are able to get out of your your vehicle that you're using, um, then you want you kind of want to tell them in advance that you can because otherwise you will have to to wait. And if you aren't, then that is something obviously that we need to discuss with Disney because you are still kind of stuck in that waiting tier. I think Disney does a lot right um, for people who have disabilities or might need some extra support as they're experiencing the park. But there are things that I kind of became aware of
2: mm-hmm.
1: when, when my mom had that issue and we were traveling with her and it was... Things that we hadn't really considered because we didn't have to, right? Like, that's how life is. You don't consider them until you're like, oh, right, how are we going to do this? Yeah. Um, and having said that, though, Disney was really good and helpful in many ways at, you know, making sure that things happened. So, okay. So I will say this is like my little tip with the whole bounding thing. So my family always does like you wear your Star Wars t-shirt mm-hmm. to the park that day you know so um and my oldest originally had the I am the rebel spy from the Star Tours ride but yep. she has since outgrown it so now my middle has that one <laughs> and if you wear it to Batuu the stormtroopers will come that is like not a good shirt to wear to Batu, ah. basically because they're like oh you're the rebel you're a spy <gasps> do you need to come with us and luckily my children are not Especially my middle, as long as there's no like sticker involved. um, My middle is very brave and she's just she like, hates mm-hmm, stickers. whatever. You know, yeah, she hates yeah. stickers. Um, Mary, my youngest, had to get like a sticker yesterday. And I was thinking, oh, it's really good that this wasn't Rory because yeah. this would have ended badly. <laughs> um, but yeah, so like the stormtroopers were like, oh, you're the rebel and all these things. And so if you have a child who maybe doesn't want to have that experience, so like Liza was talking about with Liv don't put them in the rebel spot okay. shirt and bring them back Batu, because that will go badly and the good part is that um
0: so before when we went with her when she was four and a half she had never seen any of the star wars mm. movies so then right when we got back i was that's like a, well, that's
2: me. a interesting <laughs> parenting choice like that <laughs> Wow.
1: I, I started was, I her was right after that. Super nonchalant. I'm like, oh, <laughs> hadn't seen Star Wars. I, was, I, I started you know. her
0: right after that. And then she now she is a huge fan, has seen all of them um wants to you know be ray you know that is like you know her hero mm-hmm. so i think she's going to really not be scared of the stormtroopers anymore now that right. she knows that they're
2: like oh that's robot fascists coming after
0: her <laughs> did not get it at first
2: <laughs> but
0: tell so danica tell us tell us like what your your family loves about it
2: well, you know, we are big Star Wars people. Like, this is a, like, it's a thing. It's a big, you know, and there's that, like, thing, like, we're not going to go to, like, Disney World, like, two years in a row. Like, that's ridiculous. But, like, And then it just was like, well, I mean, we have to go to that. Like, we can't, like, we have to do this. And, um, like, ours is, like, I would say first, like, um, you know, we have, uh, like, the Disney credit card. And the only reason we, we have it is because, at Hollywood Studios, you can't do it now, but pre-COVID you could, is that you get to have these really great meet and greets when you have the Disney credit card. And I remember like asking my husband where I was like, you know, do we want like this on our like credit report just so we can meet Kylo Ren? And he's like, yeah, we do. And I was like, you know, I love you so much. (laughs) And we've had like unbelievable meet and greets. Like one of them when we went on star tours and it turned out my son, who I think was like five at the time, he was the rebel spy. And then we went and met Kylo Ren and, you know, and they just bring you right in. Like you're, there's like a wait, but if you have the credit card, like you go right in. We've never used the credit card. We just have it to meet Kylo Ren. And <laughs> and Bud showed him the, the he was the rebel spy. And Kylo Ren was like, we will, do not contact us. We will find you. Like, well done, sir. And like, it, like it was just so, the Star Wars is so great. And then, but going into too, I just remember like, you know, the first of all, like this, I guess the soundscaping is so unbelievable. And the way that they've made the entrance to Batu from Grand Avenue, you really it's very long. Like you're entering a new a new place oh. and you walk into it and it is is the most immersive experience. You feel like you're in a Star Wars land, like they did such a good job by not making it a specific you know, a specific place. Like you just feel like you're in some sort of outpost. And, um, Love it. and the, the machine, the, the, like the lights that are everywhere, the lights that hang, like they even have like kind of pretend apartments and like birdhouses that are made out of old R2D2 spots. So like, I'm- um, you know, immediately got on uh, the Millennium Falcon and some people have said this is not like a great ride, and those people are wrong. <laughs> They're just—they have—they—they uh, they have no joy in their lives, and we should pity them. And uh, and the just the cue for the Millennium Falcon ride could be the ride, as far as I'm concerned. And then you know, then you're inside and you're playing. You're at the chessboard. And, you know, I have a family of five. So basically we got, you know, it's there's six seats in the Millennium Falcon. And then we had like a, like this random writer person who was like, I'm a big Star Wars fan. And I just ride single writer all day. And we're like, (laughs) because you're, you're about to, you're about to be some crazy people. And like, we just like to have like your whole family flying the Millennium Falcon together is pretty much why we went to Disney World. Like this was like, just peak family for like what what we want from our lives and um uh and we spent probably like both times that we were at hollywood studios we spent 90% of that you know that sort of you know rope drop to like post lunch in batu and just we would um you know there's all the neat shops and everything but there's plenty of like the way they do the seating, like the outdoor seating there, they just have like sort of like kind of janky rocks everywhere. And so we would like hang out like on like like steps and like mm. and drink um, weird like blue milk alcoholic concoctions, which are not very good. But at the same time, it's uh, I'm having, again, <laughs> it's joy. And we're just like hanging out, listen to the music, the storm trip, not music, but the sounds, because it's like there's rockets that keep going off. Oh, and I wow. would say, and this is what we were talking about this last night with my kids is that Batu has the best character interactions and the best characters I think in Disney World where, because sometimes they are interactive, like the stormtroopers will come and like harass you and stuff. Um, but also you'll see like Ray will be like tinkering on like a ship and like she's kind of waving in and stuff, but she's not like, she's not really like, it's not like this big Disney crowd around a person That's where right. you're, where you feel like, Oh, am I going to get to talk to her or whatever? Like she just kind of waves and like does her thing. And you see Chewbacca kind of running around and it's, it's, it's so immersive in these ways that it feels part of it as opposed to like, Oh, I have to go have that character experience. So you can kind of just enjoy it from, from being in this land. And I will say also um, that in terms of everybody else there, like I felt like I've never been in a spot where I was like, Oh, you get it. Too. Like people are happy. Like there's other people, like all the other, like there's so many real uh, like star Wars fans there who are just like, like uh, feeling it in this way that, um, that I, again, like I didn't feel it uh, at, I didn't feel to the extent at, at any other Disney Disneyland, like people are um they they get it and and it's and it's amazing um, and the bathrooms are incredible and you have like this moment where you're like can I take a picture in the bathroom is that wrong so I would say that Batu and it's it's like this it's it's so immersive there's so much um, uh, so much you can look at and so much of the Disney Imagineering went into creating small and large experiences. And the way the actual land itself is set up, you feel like you are exploring, even though it's really kind of a simple design. But you do feel like you're going around little corners and trying to kind of figure out what you're doing in this way that I think Epcot does really well, uh, the World Showcase as well. Like we kind of feel like you're the ones who are who are experiencing the the stuff. Um, And uh, and I think Rise of the Resistance when we finally did get on it was uh, one of the best the the best ride I've, I've ever. I've ever been on, where the whole time we're just cheering, and the um, and again the queue is as unbelievable, and even the interaction with the cast members is fantastic. Um, and then the last thing I'll say is that we finally have determined our Disney bound for um, for our second day at Hollywood Studios, and I am going to be uh, a Soka Tano, and um, uh, my daughter is going to be Grogu, and there's going to be a uh Han Solo, a Chewbacca, and who is, th- and then a Rey, so um, uh, I am pretty excited, and uh, but trying to decide whether I'm Clone Wars uh, uh, Ahsoka or um, Mandalorian
1: uh, Ahsoka. Oh, that is, that's a really good question, but I do, I love the entire Bound ideas yeah yeah
2: and oh. it's pretty you know there's it's mm-hmm. not that be the star wars characters because they all sort of are
1: mm-hmm.
2: um you know people who are living on the outskirts of things like it's not you know where it is kind of like t-shirts mm-hmm. and, and and vests and uh yes. you know, the masks and things so
1: mm-hmm. yeah no it's not um i think it it would be good a good way to put them together and i really like that idea So for the Millennium Falcon, I also wanted to talk about the fact that so there are six seats, which like Danica's family, when it's me, my three girls and my two parents works out perfectly because we just roll in and we're like, oh, got our own thing. So the first time we went on it, I was aware that there are three different positions and two people per position. So I was aware of that. And I decided I decided as a good parent. So my kids went and fight that um, I would be one of the pilots. And then like my dad or my mom, whoever got like the other thing would have to be the other pilot. So my kids wouldn't fight on that because, you know, kids. Yeah. Right. So I was a totally good person. It'd so I w- right? Like I was like, I got to I got to take one for the team and be a pilot. And I will say I, my mom and dad had been on it separately. And of course, you end up with different people and they had only been on it. Um, I think my mom once went, went with one of my brothers um, for a cast member preview. And then she had gone with my dad. And so you always end up with other people. And so my mom was always like, oh, we always owe money. Because that's the thing, right? You have to get the Millennium Falcon to somewhere. And my mom was always like, we owe money. to Oh, it's so sad. So we didn't owe money. Nice. Yeah, which I was yelling at my father. I'm like, hit the button. Hit the button. That's yeah. what your job is. Which he had been on it several times. So I don't know. But my kids, um, Mary was very young and didn't quite understand what she was doing. So I think we, I don't even think we made her a gunner. I think we made her the engineer. Um, But that is really fun. Um, But the pilots do kind of get the best view. And so there's that. But if you kind of want the lower stress job or if you just want to hit a flashing light repeatedly, then you go for the gunner and the engineer. After that, I don't think I was the pilot. I think we ended up having to go at a separate time back two times more so that Mary and Rory could each be a pilot. But now I have an amusing anecdote to tell about the first time my husband got to go on it. So we had... I think we had a fast pass. I guess we had a fast pass. I don't even know anymore. But none of the other kids wanted to go on or he hadn't gone on with something or we had switched because one of the kids, I don't know, somehow we were going back. And so it was just me and him. And my sister had my children and they probably went on alien swirling saucers again for like the fourth time. And... We were given, because you get assigned a spot, right? Like you don't just get on there in a mad dash and you're like, I get to be pilot. You get a little card that tells you what you are. So we were both given the pilot cards and we were on with a family, a dad, a mom, and 2 tweenish boys, and they weren't given the pilot things. So when we got on, I obviously knew what we were doing and Tyler did not because it was his first time on the ride. And I, I don't know, I guess he didn't play a lot of video games growing up, which seems odd, but he was just not... Quite sure what he was supposed to be doing, and it ended up he did not like hit his button at the right time, and we had some problems. The dad of the family in our thing started yelling at him. Oh my god! <laughs> but like not nicely, not like. And I love that. I think it's nice that I was yelling at my father, <laughs> but he started actually yelling at Tyler. Like you're messing up. You have to do this. Hit the thing. Like all of this stuff. And Tyler, I mean, nobody like you're on vacation. It's like a giant video game simulator that you are in. Like who wants to be yelled at by random dad? And I decided later, because, yeah, the dad was he was not nice, that he probably, you know, they had waited online and he wanted his kids to have that opportunity. Maybe he wanted to be like me and take that opportunity. And he was mad that we got it. And then like, it's like, dude, it's also his first time. Like, what are you doing in your life that you're yelling at somebody because they're not piloting the way you want on the Millennium Falcon. Like if that's how you're taking Disney, I understand it. Disney's stressful. I have definitely been that parent in the middle of the park carrying a child over my shoulder. Usually it's, it's I can, well, I won't say which one because you know, privacy and all that. But like I have definitely carried a screaming child who's having a meltdown because we've had too much Disney. So I've been that parent. But if you are yelling at an absolute stranger because you don't like their piloting on the Millennium Falcon (laughs) at Disney World, (laughs) I feel like you have to question yes. your, like, your resilience yes. at that point. Yes. And maybe think about what you're doing your time. Because, again, it wasn't even like a, ha, 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 I'm pretending to be jovial, man-to-man type thing, ha, 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 bro. It was literally like, I am yelling at you that you are messing this up for all of us. And it's like, it's... A- yeah taking, the, the whole thing yeah. was about joy like, damn it goes well, that, was, that was it so Tyler I mean Tyler was very sad after that because again it was his first time on the ride he loves the Millennium Falcon he loves Star Wars like all these things and then it was it was hurt for him so um so that's so anyway for the Millennium Falcon there are different rides or there are different jobs you can have on the Millennium Falcon it is really fun but if you are with another family, which I don't know how that works in COVID or how any of that happens anymore, mm-hmm. let us just remember to, you know, not put our gamer expectations on other people who are who are trying to enjoy their first time on the ride as well. So, yeah, that was a bit of a I don't know. I had a hard time not getting off the ride and like addressing the man because I was not pleased. But That's insane. I decided that was probably not not the move wow yeah so that was sad oh my gosh (laughs) Mm
0: -hmm. i
1: assume tyler remembers that maybe he doesn't maybe he blanked that out tyler sometimes doesn't have the best memory let's hope he somehow blanked that out (laughs) blocked it out (laughs) yeah i hope he did um so yeah yeah so Mm -hmm. well I'm excited.
0: Um, the other thing I wanted to mention was I think we said it in a different podcast, but um, the sci-fi drive-in movie theater—that oh. was my niece's favorite. My mm-hmm. niece told me that that was their absolute favorite thing, and um, so I am like tossing around trying that out too because
1: they—they they loved it. So, yeah, I—I I, like I said at the top of the episode, I really like the park. And don't worry, we're gonna get to Animal Kingdom, which again is my it, so that one's my least favorite, which I think is gonna be one of those things because but it's like it's my least favorite, but of the four parks I love. Exactly. So but which is which is odd. But um Hollywood Studios I'm not gonna say it's my top, but if I had to like choose Hollywood Studios or Epcot would probably be the park that I would wanna go to first or last on a trip. Um yeah. yeah, so those would be I enjoy it. My kids seemingly enjoy it. I agree about all. I hope they. I hope they come back post COVID. All the picture opportunities with the Star Wars. Everybody. BB-8. I remember BB-8's handler asked Rory if she was ready to join the Resistance, and Rory said absolutely. So oh. it was like, <laughs> but it's one of those things, and you're like, that's right. Yep. And then I always tell. I tell my parents. Um, I'm like you realize you're rebels now, like we rode that ride. You are like you are fully rebels. Like that that's just your life now, and and they're always like wait a minute, but um yeah because it's real life. That's my thing. So anyway, I really love it. That sounds
2: good. Well, I'm excited to go to Batu. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I'm excited to see pictures of you in Batu. Yes, <laughs> <Too> many. Mm-hmm. <laughs> help thanks for everyone um who tuned in
0: we are so excited to. so now we've done three parks so yeah our last one um when we come back around to parks again is going to be animal kingdom so we'll we'll um we'll, we have some other in, in exciting things um in store for our next episode so please follow us and um and follow us on twitter follow us on podbean all the places that you listen to podcasts and
1: um mm-hmm. I'm Liza. I'm Liz. And I'm Danica. Bye, everybody. Thanks for joining us. Bye. Thank you.